Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart with your fantasy sports update. NCAA Hoop Madness right around the corner. A busy, very busy night in the association tonight. We got nine games on the schedule. Let's go through the betting board. Detroit, they're a five-point favorite at Cleveland. Total 210 there. Utah laying five and a half at the Washington Wizards. 227 and a half is your over-under. We have Denver and Boston, a good one there. Celtics, they're laying three and a half. 221 is your total. Knicks and the Toronto Raptors. Raptors minus 11 and a half, 213 and a half. Golden State minus two and a half. San Antonio, 226 is your total. Miami taking on Oklahoma City. Thunder minus five and a half, 211 and a half there. We got New Orleans and Dallas. The Mavericks, they're laying five, 232 and a half. Chicago traveling to Phoenix. The Suns a minus one and a half. Small favorite there at 227. And Indiana at Portland. Blazers laying four and a half, 212 and a half is your total. We got... Finally, the selection committee. We lots have three seeds from the ACC as one seeds in the NCAA hoop tournament. We have Duke, North Carolina, Virginia, and Gonzaga. They round out the top seeds from the NCAA hoop tournament selection show. The Duke Blue Devils are the betting favorite right now to win it all at only two to one. Duke was 29 and a half, 29 and five. They won the ACC tournament with three straight wins for their 15th conference title. Taking a look at the betting board, Gonzaga is the second choice right now at five to one. North Carolina listed at six to one. So my buddy Morenzi, you're 14 to one. That looks nice. Great price you got at the FanDuel Sportsbook at 14 to one for UNC. They're down to six to one after the show. And Virginia, my team, eight to one. They have a tougher road. NCAA college basketball tonight. Tonight, Kunipiak takes on the NGIT. That's a 7 o'clock start tonight. We have the play-in games from Dayton, Ohio, starting on Tuesday night. Here's how the sketch shakes down. At 6.40 p.m., Fairleigh Dickinson laying 1.5 to Prairie View A&M. The total in this basketball game, 149. The late game at 9.10, a very good play-in game. Belmont, minus 3.5 against the Temple Owls, 155.5. Wednesday night, North Dakota State taking on uh, Central NC Central, total 135 there. And Arizona State, a one-point favorite against St. John's. Interesting matchup there, 152.5. In the MLB, the season getting started soon, and when the Mariners take the field at the Tokyo Dome on Wednesday, a familiar face will be in Seattle's lineup. Mariners manager Scott Service confirming Ichiro Suzuki will start for the Oakland A's. Wednesday's game is the first of the 2019 regular season. And it'll be followed by a second between the two clubs. That goes on Thursday. The 45-year-old Ichiro will retire at the end of the series. He's played 27 years in pro baseball in America and Japan and combined for 4,367 hits, the most by any player. And as a North American player, he's appeared in 10 All-Star games, won 10 gold gloves, and he's a huge league MVP and rookie of the year in 2001. A great season for him. The Blue Jays also going to enforce a pregame clubhouse curfew for video game players before the 2019 campaign. It's a big story. Fortnite, a real hot topic. As mentioned in a story today, Carlos Santana said during a seven-game losing streak by the Phillies, he walked into the clubhouse, saw the guys playing the game, and smashed the TV. No more Fortnite for him. Uh, he said, uh, yeah, he was done with the game, and he was really pissed off when people were playing it all the time. Four in the National Hockey League tonight. Arizona at Tampa Bay. Huge favorites. Lightning minus 286.5. Vancouver taking on the Chicago Blackhawks. They're still alive. Chicago laying 240. Big total, 6.5 there. Winnipeg laying 180 to the Kings. Total 6. And a great one out west. San Jose taking on Vegas. S.J. Sharkey, the host, laying minus 180. The over-under in this hockey game is six and a half hey guys it's a great monday hey we're on youtube we're gonna have a lot of fun today the daily roto guys will drop by and break down this nine game nba board we got lots of decisions to make on the dfs card we'll talk a little college hoops ncaa tournament nit tournament nba nhl anything on the betting board mike blewett 
big man on campus. And my boy himself, Gabe Berezzi, he's the host of Red Heat and Rage. So stick around, everybody. It's Red Heat and Rage on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Take it away, Yang. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions.
The brackets are now set. I'm, I'm holding on to my North Carolina Tar Heel ticket uh, right here. Great, great ticket. And I was telling you during the update, that line has gone in all the sports books, even the offshores. You got it at 14. I'm seeing five and a half. The best I saw was six. I added it to the lineup. North Carolina has a smooth path. Them and Duke got a really nice path, brother. I like where you're going with this. I think uh, you might get excited come tournament time at the end of the tournament with some money in your hands. Well, I think, yeah, it was uh, some smart gambling uh, here. 14 to what? It's like SCTV. Would you like some pancakes? We're like some pancakes you like watch the winners we got winners yeah great odds north carolina tar heels 14 to 1 baby made 14 to 1 hey thanks for downloading the podcast and remember if you want to listen live download the iheart radio app download the tune app and just search for fantasy sports radio network and you can listen to this program live also if you want to watch the video of this podcast check us out on youtube on twitch or on periscope and type in you guessed it fantasy sports network you'll find us there enjoy the show and thanks for listening launch on uh, YouTube uh, this afternoon as well. So we welcome everyone uh, watching uh, on YouTube uh, video uh, format. I am Gabriel Morenci, throwing it down to Ranger Redhead, Cam Stewart, Mike Blewett, big man on campus, and uh, the uh, mystery Daily Roto guest uh, of the day uh, today. Uh, so uh, the March Madness brackets have been set. We'll take a look at the props. We'll take a look at the odds uh, like we did uh, this morning. Uh, but uh, I'm starting to uh, to consider what other teams I'm going to pull the trigger on. I already have a piece. I put $100 on North Carolina uh, about 10 days ago or so. These guys were on a freaking tear, and I noticed the number at 14 to 1. I'm thinking 14 to 1. These guys should be 5 to 1. They should be 4 to 1. Like, like put it this way. They beat Duke twice. Ooh, without Zion Williamson. Whatever. Duke had Zion Williamson the other night. They won by one point. All right? So... North Carolina and Duke are as evenly matched teams as possible. Like, as evenly matched. Like, they play each other, it'll come down to the wire again. Doesn't matter who's there, all right? Doesn't matter who's on what side. That's just the way that is. Yet Duke are plus 220, Cam, and North Carolina are plus 1,400? Are you kidding me? I know. That's uh, the thing. What they, am I missing they on beat this? Duke. I was like, No, you're not missing anything. They could have beat Duke. You saw the game, too. Duke scored late. It took a, a missed shot and a putback. North Carolina was hanging around in that game the whole time. I think they're a damn good team. I like the guys on Yeah, 14 to 1. I'm looking at Duke at 2 to 1, Gabe. 2 to 1 or plus 220. Yeah, the best you're going to find is plus 250. And what? You're getting like 10 points of value more than that? I think it's absolutely insane. You got a great ticket there and a perfect hedge opportunity because you got the Tar Heels at that kind of price. That's what I'm saying. Say they go deep, buddy, then you can start to really feel it. I love that bet. I expect them to go deep, and I expect uh, I expect this to be a blue blood uh, final four. And I'm looking at some of the props uh, that uh, FanDuel has uh, posted, and um, there's a prop: how many one seeds are going to make it to the final four? You know, exactly one one seed plus 175. That's not happening. Like uh, Duke, North Carolina, Gonzaga, and Virginia aren't all getting bounced. Um, so two of them, three of them. And uh, son of a bitch. That's what I get for tweeting this out before playing it. It was just plus 410. 
I tweeted out, yeah, I like this over at FanDuel, plus 410, uh, exactly three seeds to make the final four. It's plus 275 now. <laughs> That's I don't like it enough. anymore. No, yeah. not, not, not at that price. Uh, too many things can shut happen. Up. Too, many things, too many things can happen at that price too. Four to one, I'd be, I, I'd, I'd take it, but I'll tell you, no, no, no. I got to right, be honest. Right, wait, wait. I think, I think, I, I think two out of the four get there. I think I'm really worried about Virginia. Their path is a hell of a lot harder. Should I got futures on them. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna you burn them. Gonzaga, yeah, I am, I am, I, yeah. I'm, I'm pissed actually. I look at the draw compared to other teams. Gonzaga, what do we see from them? They lose to St. Mary's in their conference tournament. Well, they're still good, but. I think two teams go out of the four. I'm not even sure if three can get there. Probably UNC and probably Duke. Uh, you know what? I'm uh, I'm I'm going uh, I'm going to go with the three, Cam. I really do. And we're going to check we're going to check around offshore right now and see uh, if what 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 odds I can get there since I just uh, jinked this uh, over at uh, over at FanDuel. You know, Virginia is vulnerable, but you look at the group that they're in and man, if Virginia can't get to the final four this year, then they'll never do it. Then they'll, they'll they'll never do it. Like honestly, they get the winner of Old Miss and uh, and Oklahoma. Ooh, uh, they get Wisconsin, Oregon, K State, or Irvine. As you mentioned, Villanova, the defending champions, never a tough, uh, never never an easy team to play. They're always a tough team to play against, uh, Villanova, but they're not quite the Nova of past years. Um, everyone's hyping up this Purdue team, and I'm not really buying in. I'm not buying I'm not either. Oh, Purdue, Purdue's going to the Final Four, Purdue. Why? What, what did Purdue, Purdue do? Blow. I, I agree. And I'll tell you something. I used to bet on Purdue in the tournament, and year after year, I'll tell you guys They're something. Don't bet on Purdue. They'll let you down. Yeah, you think you, you think. They might you lose Old Dominion. <laughs> like, seriously. I got to be honest. They, they might lose Old Dominion, right, in the first might. game. I'll, I'll buy Purdue. Points. I'll take the points. You're right, man. Like, I don't understand. Like, these guys, when I watch the selection show, that was the one thing that stood out to me. I'm like, why are they giving so much love to Purdue? They're an average team in the Big Ten. They've done nothing. Like, I, I think their seeding is way too high. I'm with you, man. Like, uh, I think the the books, the people, the prognosticators are giving way too much respect to those guys. I'll fade them. I have no faith in Purdue. Yeah, so Purdue would play the winner of Villanova and St. Mary's, cool. which uh, first team to score 32 points wins that game. <laughs> yeah. You know, I like to bet on overs, Cam, but even me. No, don't. This one, this is 52-50s type stuff. (laughs) We're talking about two of the slowest paces in college basketball, bro. Like, they walk the ball up the court, these teams. (laughs) They milk it. They walk it up. It's like, there ain't no way in hell. I think that's, I think, I think it's 131 points. I'll double check. I'm looking at a bracket, not the odds right now, but I think it's 131 points that game. They're not getting to 131 points. And dude, I would bet you over 372. You know me, man. There, it's like, it's like. Uh, remember with the hockey, I always bet unders in the playoffs. I remember uh, somebody uh, sent me a tweet. They said, "Redson, you bet the under of a 0.5 hockey game." <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. Like, but this game, this game. Now, I've got, you know, I'm trying to, I don't want to rush to anything. So I'm going to have some more picks tomorrow and then official on Wednesday. I'm going to go to the book. So I'm looking at the futures here, Cam, and I'm looking at this group out west. And I like Gonzaga. Gonzaga is the real deal. I think Gonzaga can go to the national title game. But if it's not Gonzaga in that group, look at it. It's going to be Michigan. Or, or Texas Tech. Now, the thing is, this is in my opinion. So, look, you got Michigan versus Montana. 
Michigan beats Montana. Nevada, Florida, that's an interesting game, Cam. Nevada suck, right? They're way over. Nevada overrated. could lose. All I they agree. do is Florida shoot threes. Florida could win that game. But Florida, Florida are iffy. I don't trust Florida. Even though I was on Florida on Friday, guys, I don't really trust the Gators. They're not that good. Uh, they try hard. They will themselves to victory, but they're just not that talented, the Gators, for some reason. So either way, I think Michigan beats. Would you agree, Nevada or Florida? Michigan's better than both those teams. Uh, I think actually losing to Michigan State in the Big Ten Championship game is going to fuel their fire. John Beeline is a great coach. We've talked about him before. His pedigree, he's taken way less talented teams. Like when his son, Beeline and Hair Bear and Pittsnoggle, I remember those old West Virginia teams were not even close to the talent level uh, of Michigan, and he's taken those teams deep. He's a tournament coach. They'll be ready to play. I think Michigan's. I, I think Michigan can beat any of those teams, Gabe. I, that's the thing. Like They're not getting any respect, too. Losing that game to Sparty... It might have pissed them off at the time. I think down the line, it's going to fuel a fire under their asses, and they're going to come in with a chip on their shoulders. They're pissed. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's a good point that you raise, actually. And you know what? It's probably a good thing. Not a bad thing they lost. doesn't matter. Michigan won that Big Ten tournament two years in a row. Who cares? Yeah, No one remembers that stuff. Yep. Um, they lost, and you're right. Number one, it pisses them off going into the tournament, focuses them, says, we got to do better. We can't blow leads. Like, it does. It's like the last wake-up call uh, for real. Because uh, Michigan weren't control that game, but they just choke all the time against Michigan State. It's frustrating. Um, and number two, the odds fell. Right now, Michigan's twenty-two to one. Last week they were sixteen to one. They're not like times. They're not like that much worse suddenly, Cam. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ooh, they lost to Michigan State by two points or whatever, and a horrible call at the end of the game. Should have been a foul. Should uh, should have been a foul there. But what I'm what, I, what I'm seeing here, Cam, is so look, you you got Michigan. You know, Michigan, Montana, you got Nevada, Florida, they get the winner. Michigan, Florida, Michigan, Nevada. I think either way, Michigan gets through. It won't be easy, but they're going to get through. Above them, you got Texas Tech, Northern Kentucky. Texas Tech's going to beat Northern Kentucky. You got Buffalo versus the winner of Arizona State, St. John's. Buffalo versus St. John's would be fun. Like the kids from Buffalo versus the kids from New York. It's not going to happen because Arizona State is easily going to beat St. John's. Uh, that's like my lock of the week, bro. I'm telling you. ASU, there's no way in hell St. John's can keep up with ASU. They can't score. I saw it. They can't shoot. Uh, Can you believe we talked about this before, too? And I I basically said the same thing to you, and I can't believe it came through. We said Arizona State will probably be in that play-in game game and win a couple games. Well, they got in the play-in game. We'll see if it holds through. I also said St. John's would be in the play-in game, too. I'm not surprised. We nailed them all. And every year, every year, every freaking year since they started this play-in game, a team that won the play-in game has won at least one game after. And a couple of them made it to the Final Four, like Elite Eight. Crazy. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Game of Morenci. Throwing a 
down in our uh, Weehawken uh, studios. I saw Lisa say uh, she can't help but uh, think of uh, Sully. Um, of course, uh, Captain Sully. I've never seen that movie, actually. <laughs> in which, uh, of course, he landed the plane in the Hudson. I would have seen it if it would have happened, Cam. It's, it happened, like, right here. It was, like, a little bit further down in Hoboken, actually. And I don't know why it cracked me up so much, but once I was standing in Hoboken with Mike Cardano outside of a bank, <laughs> we're standing there. <laughs> you know, no, we're not saying anything. And he just looks over at me and he goes, you know, uh, he points over. He goes, that's where Sully uh, saved that plane, right there. <laughs> For some reason, I thought, I was like, it just cracked me up. And uh, Chris Pavona actually saw it happen live. Like, he saw the plane go down. And he uh, was like, oh, dear God. Like, he said it was, like, horrifying to watch, <laughs> like, to see. It really would be. Um, so, yeah, just just for the record, um, I, I believe we got Mike Blewett here right now. Yeah. Stepping up in it. <clears throat> what's up, Mike? Yeah, what's up, guys? So, the one thing I'd say about that movie, Gabe, is that it's a pretty easy watch because unlike most, a lot of interminable... Hollywood epic movies. That was like one of your 80 to 90 minute. You can get in and out pretty easy. You don't have to clear your schedule. It's a pretty easy watch. It's a good movie. It's a pleasure. Yeah, you know surprising. what? Uh, Tom Hanks. He's perfect for that, isn't he, Cap? He was good. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was really Great good. Calm, right? <laughs> Tom Hanks is the perfect guy for like any type of movie. Like you just put him in there and just say, yeah, yeah. "That's the guy." Well, know, very so few burning. people. Good call. Good call. Very few people dislike Tom Hanks. <laughs> you know what I mean? No one's like, oh, I'm Tom Hanks. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, whatever. He's he's good, Tom Hanks. I like that movie. Well, uh, and I think, and I think Sully became such a likable public figure too, Gabe, that they had to match up somebody that was equally likable. Yeah, no, you're you're right. It's a, it's a good call. It, it, it's a good call. Sully, uh, no, Sully did a good job. So Sully, uh, Sully did a good job. And, you know what's funny about that? I don't know if you remember this, Cam, but you and I were actually on a plane going to Las Vegas. Um, the day that people settled with the airline. <laughs> I was literally, Mike, you can't make this up. So me and Cam were like, we're on the plane and I'm reading a newspaper. <laughs> and I see the story. I'm like, $5,000 each. I'm like, as if. I'm like, I wouldn't settle for 5K. Basically, everyone on the plane, like, it took the 5K. Oh, thank you for saving us, uh, Mr. Sully. And I didn't want to be a jerk, but I'd say, listen, you guys are the ones that put me in the Hudson in the first place, all right? So Excellent point. More money. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Sully did a great job. It's not his fault you hit a bunch of Canadian geese, damn Canada. <laughs> so <laughs> you, hit a bunch of, you hit a bunch of Canadian geese. That's what it was. It was a pack of geese, Cam. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... Five thousand. They I do know. a lot of, they do a lot of culling of the geese community around here, but there's only so much you can do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what's crazy, perfect. actually? Yeah, right behind me. You can't make it up. There's actually two geese. They hang around at the, uh, <laughs> at the ferry terminal. Yeah. But like, like they geese. walk around outside. Like they they eat yeah. the grass. There's like two of them. They hang out together all the time, man. They're big. There's fat, a misconception too. Like yeah, and they're mean. Geese are mean. Yeah, like I've been on the I've been on the they golf course, birds. Mike. Like that's the thing. Like I remember I hit one right in the middle of the fairway, and there's a geese convention. That they hiss like snakes. Like people think geese are yeah. fun, man. They'll like they'll bite your finger off and stuff. Like don't be petting a swans uh, and geese. Canadian geese swans are jerks. Geese get huge passes. Swans too, <laughs> nasty birds. Yeah, swans got a bad attitude too. You're right. Everyone thinks they're all pretty and nice. Chip on they're their horrible. Necks. 
Yeah. It's true. <laughs> Angry. These two, Angry birds. These two geese are hanging out in, like, the middle of Manhattan, and no one messes with them, man. Like, they go, yeah, you're no, right, they're like, you walk by, and the male geese looks at you as you walk by. Like, what are you looking at? Like he, They're not afraid of humans. Like, they want to pick a fight with you. Like, you're the problem. Like, they're high, like they, No, they're weird. I don't know what it is. Like, they just, the geese Gabe, are really tough. you just tough. brought up a like, great point. <laughs> you just brought a great point. As, as tough, as rough and tumble, and as hardened as New York City residents and commuters are, if you throw a, an actual wild animal in the middle of a crowd of them, they will run oh, yeah. through the hills. <laughs> they don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. You throw a, a nasty goose in the middle of the uh, Times Square, people will run for their lives. Yeah, you know what, man? There was a video. I hated it. I didn't like the video. <laughs> I saw it. So right behind me, guys, here, that's Hudson Yards. So, so those yeah. big towers and stuff, they're being finished now. And on top, it's actually going to be the largest, that tallest building right there. It's going to be the highest observation deck in the world, okay? Um, so, and I don't know if you can see, but there's like a weird sort of cherry honeycomb metal thing there. Have you seen that thing, Mike? Yeah. They call it the vessel? Yeah. On the right? Like the new school art? It's hard to see. It's, it's a little too dark to see, Cam. There's like some weird, like, art. It costs $200 million. <laughs> $200 million. <laughs> For like that piece of metal, and it's a staircase to nowhere. It's a staircase to nowhere. Stairway to nowhere. <laughs> like, no, no, it's really it's it's cool looking, but like you walk up, but it doesn't go anywhere. It just keeps like going up and like and up and up. So it's really like a staircase to heaven, right? So I just read today this morning is two hundred million dollars uh, just for that alone piece of art. So. Um, mm. I was reading about how if you take a picture there, they, they own it. <laughs> like, nice. they own you. <laughs> like, basically, like, it's, uh, I, was, I was reading about this copyright privacy thing. But, so there was a bunch of videos. People were like, oh, Hudson Yard's opened. And it's not finished yet, so I don't know how it's open. But it's actually like a $28 billion project. It's the biggest, most expensive real estate project in the history of the world. And so I guess one of the towers is open for business. There's office space or whatever. And there's people walking the stairway to nowhere now and stuff like that. And so there's all kinds of videos online now on Twitter. And somebody said, uh, said, hasn't taken Hudson. Uh, Hudson Yards is settling into uh, to New York. <laughs> somebody has like the picture and they're all like very nice. They go down, they go down, they go down, they go down. And then there's just this big fat rat. Just hanging out in the middle of the sidewalk on broad daylight, rush hour. Yeah, he ain't scared, Cam. He's just sitting there doing his thing. You know what I mean? Broad daylight. <laughs> Weathered rat. Yeah, he knows. He's been yeah, around yeah, for a while. Like, yeah. Hey, it was the official <laughs> opening of Hudson Yards, Mike. He had to be there. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of those deals. I mean, $200 million. That's New York prices only, bud, though. You could get that for, like, Probably uh, 50 mil if you moved a couple hundred miles away and tried to build it. Um, that's actually where the New York Jets were going to build a stadium. Oh, I know. And, yeah, you, you would know. I don't know think that would have worked out very well, personally. You don't think it would have worked out well? <clears throat> I don't think so. I think the traffic would have been um, just absolutely unconscionable. Now, Obviously, would have heavily encouraged people to commute there. Oh, you wouldn't have been able. But yeah, 
it would have been challenging. You could have built. You, there, there's that would have been. I you, think it. Yeah, yeah. I, I just don't think it would have worked out. It, look, there would have been a million events there, and people would have ultimately figured out how to commute there. But I just think that for football purposes, people want the opportunity to tailgate and not have to go to a bar. I think people usually get into a, a rhythm, especially if you're a longtime Jets fan of tailgating, the game. Yeah. Tailgating is one of the most overrated things in America. Standing in a rainy parking you. lot, except for, for a four Bills hours games. before a game. <laughs> except yeah, for Bills, Bills game, games. Yeah, Bills different. games, for lack of a better term, it's it. a shit show. Yeah, it's, it well, is. that's just different. Yeah, that's a, that's a, well, those are people on benders. They're on 40, 72-hour benders, hopped up on yeah. goofballs and, and Jenny lights. And, yeah, like they light a each Bill's other up on fire. Bills game is part like, Woodstock, part WrestleMania, part football game, part rock concert. Like, you know what that's, I mean? Yeah, that's that's a great piece. Yeah, those are the four pieces of the pie right there. Ding. Absolutely I remember correct. going. I remember being in the parking lot with Mike Jardo from Buffalo. And the game, I'm going, are you going in? He's like, oh, God, no. I'm just going to watch out here. Like, they don't even go in. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, like they watch in the, they, they watch in the parking lot. Like they don't even go into the game. Like it's, yeah, yeah. Like buff, 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 they've taken it to a new level. Uh, they've taken it to a nice level. But anyways, all right. Uh, we opened up talking about uh, about Canadian geese, Sully, and uh, hang in there, Bob. Actually, we'll get to Bob's call in the next uh, segment here with Mike. Uh, Bob's got a bold uh, prediction uh, for for the tournament. Uh, so uh, speaking of the tournament, what was your uh, what's your initial reaction, uh, Mike? To, uh, to to the brackets. I mean, my, my initial reaction, first of all, to the teams that sort of got bumped out, the only one that I have any real sympathy for is probably UNC Greensboro. I think a team like that ripping off 28 wins, it's, it's kind of tough. But I, I've, I, I mean, over the years, I've gotten to the point where the, the field has expanded enough to 68 teams that if you put yourself in a position to potentially get cut, then there's usually legitimate reasons for it. NC State uh, crying about it this morning. Uh, the NC State doesn't have a case. the worst non-conference <laughs> schedule in the entire country at 353. Like I don't have sympathy for that. They scored um, 24 points for, in a game. I know. <laughs> Like, that, that's like, true. Like, yeah. You should almost be limited because of that. I know. No, no, that's yeah. the eliminator. It's like, guys, yeah. we can't put you on yeah. TV, all right? You scored 24 points in a game <laughs> once this year. Yeah. No, so, I mean, oh, as far as other reactions to team specific, I mean, St. John's gets the playing game. I heard you guys talking about it. Uh, there are teams that have made runs in the tournament, significant runs. They're, they TCU, will be the one to do Syracuse. It. Uh, they no, I don't think they will be the one to do it. But I, I do, I do give a little credit to Chris Mullen because when he first stepped into that job a few years ago, people were bashing him that he didn't know what he was doing, that he didn't know how to do it. He's at least gotten to the point where they finally get into the tournament. You can debate whether they got lucky or, or not, but they get in, he gets credit for it, and for a program that people thought was dead in the water and was never coming back, he got them to the tournament. So I give Chris Mullen a little bit of credit. No, he did. No, he did, did, did a nice job. Did a nice job. I'm just pissed at the cut, I bet. But uh, we'll hit the brackets and more on the other side. Oh. 
Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Radio Network as the Daily Rotor crew breaks down the upcoming PGA Tournament from a fantasy perspective. Going for the green talks, course history, PGA betting, one and done, fantasy picks, and much more. Separate yourself from the field and go with Daily Roto this fantasy golf season on Audio Boom, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast provider. Back to you, Marenzi. I wish they told me that John Rahm was going to put one in the drink and screw us out of thousands. Daylight dollar short. Yep, daylight. Thanks, John. Daylight. Day late, dollar short as the Masters is uh, around the corner, um, as is uh, the national cha- national championship game always seemed to be to be like uh, April the 4th, April the 3rd or whatever. But yep. sort of like the Super Bowl. I don't know what it is. Uh, I guess it, it started a week later than normal this year. Like normally the tournament would have started like this past weekend instead of next weekend. So everything like the national title game is April the 8th. I can't really recall, Mike, ever the title game being April the 8th before. It was, it was always the first, like, sort of baseball. Yeah. Toys on my birthday, April 4th, all the time. <clears throat> Easter yeah, it used is, to be when, when it was opening day year. of baseball all the time. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I was in San Antonio talking to you guys last year on the day of the championship game, and it was April 2nd. Maybe yeah, even April 1st. earlier. It was, you know. I hate that yeah, crap. So it was uh, early, and then it just got bumped, bumped all the way back. It's like the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's ridiculous. Like, uh, I think you should be starting them now. I've seen pictures, like, of, you know, memories of being a kid and stuff, Montreal Canadian parades. And you'll see, like, uh, you know, Guy Lafleur holding cup at Stanley Cup Parade, and the date will say, you know, May 23rd, Canadians celebrate Stanley Cup. <laughs> like, you know, not this, like, June 23rd stuff, May. Like, the hockey should be over at the end of May. Like, it shouldn't be in June. Like, it doesn't make sense you're playing hockey Memorial in Day. June. Can't go past Memorial Day in America. Um... That's always been a beef of a beef of mine. So, all right. So, as far as the uh, the brackets are concerned, so what's uh, what are you what are you looking at, Mike? What's your upsets or uh, what are your picks? I mean, I, I I am one of the people that is probably jumping on the Belmont bandwagon. I think they could rip off a couple of games here. I think that that part of that bracket it may not matter much because Duke is at the top of the bracket. But I think that Eastern bracket, the lower part of it. Like, if you've got a Belmont-Yale game uh, to go to the Sweet 16, I don't think that would shock me all that much. I think that part of that bracket can get, really get blown up. Now, Michigan State looms there to potentially play Duke, but I think you're going to see a lot of upsets in, in that area there. Belmont, Yale, I think Murray, the 5-12 that you always look at, <clears throat> I'm not. it's not just because John Morant is there, but the way Marquette has played down the stretch has been so erratic I think people are going to really jump on Murray State as a 12-5 upset. I think those are a couple of things that jump out to me right away. Last I've year, learned, though, Gabe, I've learned last, that the team that's actually cold, as crazy as it sounds, sorry to interrupt, buddy, 
but the team that's actually cold is the team. Mike, I've learned in this tournament, all the guys at the hot team, the hot team, the hot team, after the selection show and after the break, it's all the ones that when they rip on the bad conference, they're the conference that survives. I'm not falling for it. I'm not listening to any of the pundits. These cold teams like Marquette, I think actually they're going to win a few games. That's that's the way I look at it. It's almost like a, re, a rebirth to them, kind of like going yeah. from a bad season into the conference tournament. The hot teams seem to lose their momentum when the tournament starts. That's my take. So that might be good for Gonzaga and Houston, who both got bounced in their conference tournament. I like both teams. <laughs> I think it does. And look, it didn't it didn't hurt that Gonzaga uh, got bounced. They're still a one seed. I guess you could argue what one seed they were. But, you know, there we, we talked about it this morning. The, the actual one seeds rarely win, actually, for some reason. They've been doing this since yeah. 2004, and only three overall one seeds have won. So that's a bad omen uh, for Duke. Now, as far as the uh, the 12-5, at least uh, one 12 seed is upset a number five seed in the first round of the NCAA tournament in 29 of the last 34 years. 29 of the last 34 years. Uh, and it's rare that it doesn't happen at all, yet it, uh, it happened last year, guys, where the fives, and everybody jumped on this, of course, and the fives were actually uh, 4-0. <laughs> uh, every 12 <laughs> yeah. got bounced. Uh uh, with one push. So last year, the 12 seeds were 0-4 straight up, 0-3-1 against the spread. Yet, since um, um, since 2009, so going back the last 10 years, the 12 seeds are 23-14-3 against the spread, including 22-8-3 against the spread if they're playing a team not coming off a straight-up uh, ATS win, which would really put... Uh, which would really put uh, Murray State in a nice spot against Marquette. But I do agree with what you're saying, Cam. It is true. We've seen this in the past. I, I agree. It's true. I remember Michigan winning, and we're going back a ways, but when Michigan won the title in 1989, we underachieved all year pretty much. Yep. You know, They got hot in the Correct. tournament. Glenn Rice got hot, and we've seen this with UConn before, Cam. UConn have had average seasons. Exactly. They get hot in the tournament. You're right. Like uh, Syracuse. Winnie, Syracuse, yeah, Syracuse. Syracuse went yep, in, yeah, Syracuse, when I was in they Houston. They were horrible, right? Syracuse got horrible. to the Final Four, and they were in a play-in game that year, and they they yep. were terrible. They, they exactly. people banged on them for not for making the tournament period, the tournament, and they got all the way to the exactly. Final Four. Great point, Mike. It's true. No, I agree. And we brought it up earlier. So, guys, every every year since they've had this play-in game, every year at least one team has gone on to win the next game. Some of them have gone to the Final Four, Syracuse, uh, VCU, I think, went to the Elite Eight. Um, it's a pattern. It, it consistently happens every year. So which team is it going to be? It's not going to be those 16 seeds, the, the Central no. versus whoever the hell, or it's North Dakota State and Central you know, Carolina. Uh, it's not going to be them. Fairly Dickinson no. can shoot threes. They're an exciting team, and I think they'll win that game against Prairie, uh, Prairie, but um, it ain't going to be them. So basically, is it Temple? Belmont. Is it Belmont? Belmont or Is Temple, it St. Yeah. John's or Arizona State? I think it could be Arizona State. Little, State. little Hurley because... magic, guys. Hurley. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> but I'm going to go with Belmont. I think they have the ability to beat Temple. They're playing a Maryland team, which isn't that impressive. I think the other game, the other teams on the in that little mini bracket there are LSU, who's a mess for obvious reasons, and then Yale. 
who could conceivably pull off the upset against LSU, but if you put in Belmont against Temple and then Maryland and then Yale or a funky LSU team, I mean, they could rip off a few games. Yeah, people are in love with Belmont. Are they going to beat? Uh, are they going to beat Maryland? Well, they could. I'll give them a shot. I'm not. I'm not overly in love. Uh, people are asking, well, what about the upsets? Upsets. So listen, twelve fives. They're not really massive upsets. Look, you got look at Oregon and uh, Wisconsin. Cam, what's the point spread now? It's like a pick 'em or something. Yeah, exactly. So like twelve five. Don't, yeah, don't really look at much. the no, don't look at the spreads. You said it, Marenzi. The bottom line for this stuff is, is I gotta I, I gotta train my brain. Don't look at twelve five whatever. Look at the spreads. Yeah. Look what Vegas, right. New Jersey, what these guys are doing. Line movement. When too many sides. This is the ultimate bet tournament where I definitely want to be on the side of New Jersey and Vegas. When I see consensus numbers that are way too big or too good, something too good to be true, I will go the other way. And if it doesn't work, sometimes it'll work. I'm thinking 70% of the time. And uh, that's what we're going to do. I've done it before. To the, sometimes, Gabe, you fall into these traps in the tournaments. I think sometimes your instincts are right, but we f- tend to – you see those numbers, and it gets you out of what you're really thinking, thinking, you know what, that team like, – like Wisconsin, Oregon, yeah, like Oregon's hot, man. They destroyed they destroyed Washington in that tournament. I'm a, I'm, I'm a little bit worried, though. Like if the tournament started today, I'd like Oregon. Now they got time to sit, relax, yeah. think about the things that they've oh, done. Oh, I hear what you're saying. I think Oregon, you know, I, you know, I'm a big, uh, Dana Altman's a great coach, another good tournament coach. I think the true, Ducks true. are a team to watch. What what my theory is coming into this, guys, this year, I really don't care what anybody says. That's like, what you should I don't be care. doing. I agree. I don't care if I people agree. think I'm nuts or all this yep. and that. And, you know what I mean? Oh, no, they're not. Like, I don't care. I'm going with what I what I think with the teams I'm looking at, and, exactly. and I'm, I'm not turning back. A 12-5. Well, Gabe, do, do, we, do we have our metric, though, that we used last year with the teams that fall into those seven categories? Have we done we'll that? We'll have the, uh, the stew. The stew, yes. The Elite Eight elements. Yeah, tomorrow night. Yes. We're going to uh, tomorrow night. I'll be listening. Uh, t- yeah, I've been, I've, been, uh, I've been kicking it around myself, and it's the usual suspects, you know, Duke, North Carolina. Uh, we'll see. Gonzaga don't meet the criteria because of the conference that they play in. Like that, that's a problem. Um, their schedule yeah. meets meets the narrative, though. But uh, we'll go over it. We'll go over the elements actually on the show here. All right. Do we still have Bob here? As uh, we promised, Bob would get on here. Would blew it. Yeah. Is, is uh, yeah, guys, Bob. Mike, how you doing? Bob. What's up, What's up Bob? I got a big upset. This I told Kate this morning. I got VT taking out Duke in the third round. He, Bob says, uh, Bob says, uh, yeah, yeah, Virginia yeah, Tech Virginia are going to take out Duke. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And why do you tell him what's going to win it all? Syracuse is going to win it uh, all. All right. Good call, Bob. You're Good call, Bob. That's my guess. Hey, Mike Bluey, you screwed me up on a few uh, picks in the football this year, too, you know. Remember you got to be nicer to me, Bob. I'm nice you got to be nicer than you get to get to me. I'm kidding. Hey, I'm kidding. Well, listen. I like, listen, Damn, Bob got back. Virginia Tech did beat Duke this year. They did beat Duke. Yeah, he's taking Syracuse. He's yes, not taking the easy way out. My way out. I appreciate him going for it. I like yes, it. Bob. So you got to pick an episode somewhere. Every, you know, everybody picks Duke. It's going to be a lot of fun. You remind me, you ever see um, 
Uh, the teenage witch, Sabrina, the teenage witch. Sabrina, the teenage witch. <laughs> yeah, do you ever Ooh. see the cat? Yeah, oh, see the cat. Like the cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the guy who does the voice on the cat. He's on oh, Kings of Queens too. He's uh, on the that big chunky red right, 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 yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. Pat Oswalt. That's who you remind me of. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the guy that will be the fan. Hey, Gabe, is this every night you're doing this? You calling every night? You're here. Yeah, yeah, we're going to be week. on every, every, every weekday, Bob, every at 4 day. o'clock. Every day. 4 to 7, Bob. Oh, this is awesome. I like this. This is awesome. I like it. You guys are Stuff awesome. Up. This is we appreciate it. Yes, I like you. Yeah, we'll you get, we'll get the like word out. Now we're on video. And, uh, yes, yeah, we'll I just, will yeah. definitely run my mouth for that. Yeah, you stuff, know, Bob. I got a big mouth. I get Syracuse. it. I'll, I'll spread it all over the world. That's all Syracuse. You guys are awesome. Syracuse. Yeah, Thanks, well, that's Bob. That's my team. They have a good defense. The 2 3 defense. The 2 3. I'll tell you right now, Bob. I'll tell you right now. My money will be on Syracuse to beat Baylor on Thursday night. Oh, yes, I agree. Syracuse yeah, will Baylor. beat Baylor. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and Syracuse they're going to run it all the way. And they're going to beat that, uh, Gonzaga, too. <laughs> uh, that, uh, that's not going to happen. It's going to yeah, be Gonzaga versus Syracuse. And then Gonzaga. They can't get past the zone. They can't beat the zone. Gonna, I think they can. They the can zone. shoot the three, Gonzaga. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. There's Bob Bob in Vermont. And, you know, what about the Catamounts, too? No love for the, Actually, uh, the, home, the home state. Getting ten and a I half love- against FSU. I like FSU to do some damage, Gabe. I, I think they're a very scary team, but I just don't like the matchup versus Vermont. I was looking at the thing. I go, that's the worst matchup for them in an opening round game. I believe in Florida State's athleticism, but you saw versus Duke down the stretch. They really have uh, problems hitting big shots. Very athletic, but not the best game management team. For the record, the Syracuse Orangemen are 160 to 1 to win the title. Wow. <laughs> yeah, 160 to 1. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll get uh, Mike Blewett's final four on the other side as we wrap up uh, level one. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Vermont Catamounts, a shout out to uh, the Vermont Go Cats, getting 10.5 points. You know, it's funny, I remember in the old days, um, it was like a massive deal that Vermont made it to the tournament. Like, I remember it was like the first time ever I had the coach on in those days. I was on the radio in Montreal, and I think they beat Florida or something. They had a big upset, and it was pretty crazy. Yeah, they really built a hell of a program up. Like, now it's just constant. Yeah. It's like, all right, all right, Vermont's in. They expect to be in now. Like, Vermont's just, they seem to be in. All right, uh, Mike, so what do you got for us? What's your uh, what's your final four looking like, Mike? I think uh, I've thought since about November uh, that 
the only team that's really going to beat itself that, that that nobody else can beat. They're going to have to beat themselves as Duke, and they seem to have righted the ship since Zion came back. So I'm going to take Duke pretty easily to get through there. I appreciate Bob uh, pointing out an upset there, but I think Duke is the least likely to get upset of the four one seeds, at least before the Elite Eight or Final Four. So I'll take my chances with Duke. I think down at the bottom, I do think Gonzaga, Gonzaga will be fine, but I'll take them to the Elite Eight, but getting halted by Texas Tech. I think Texas Tech playing in a way that can be interesting, a really athletic team, so I'll get them there as well. Mike blew it. Thanks for the time, Mike. Thanks, Mike. All right, guys. Talk to you soon. But Texas Tech is interesting. Texas Tech played Michigan. They would collide. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Chiefs have signed Brashad Breeland to bolster their secondary today. Good, good news for the Golden State Warriors and Hoops. The MRI on DeMarcus Cousins' ankle has come back clean. The 28-year-old Cousins is out for tonight's game versus the San Antonio Spurs. He is day-to-day, aren't we all? NCAA hoop madness right around the corner. Busy night in the association, though. Tonight we got nine games in the NBA. We'll talk to the DFS guys at Daily Roto to get their best DFS picks tonight. Here are the lines. Detroit, minus five at Cleveland, total 210. Utah, five and a half at Washington, 227 and a half. You're over under. Denver at Boston, Celtics laying three and a half, 221. The New York Knicks are at the Toronto Raptors. Raptors, minus 11 and a half point favorites, 213 and a half. Golden State, two and a half against San Antonio, 226. Miami at Oklahoma City, the Thunder laying five and a half, 211 and a half. New Orleans taking on Dallas. The Mavericks, five point faves, 232 and a half. Chicago traveling to Phoenix. Weird to see this, but the minus one and a half, 227. Indiana at Portland. Blazers laying four and a half. As we mentioned, Duke, UNC, Virginia, and Gonzaga, all the one seeds in the NCAA hoop tournament. And the Duke Blue Devils, the betting favorites to win it all, plus 200, plus 220. Duke is uh, 29 and 5. They won the ACC tournament with three straight wins for their 15th conference title. Gonzaga, second choice on the tote board, 5 to 1. North Carolina, 6 to 1. Gabe has them at 14 to 1. I like it. My Virginia Cavaliers, the fourth choice at 8 to 1. I'm in on them at 20 to 1, but I'm not sure if they can get it done. NCAA college basketball action tonight. Quinnipiac takes on Engit. That's a 7 o'clock start. NCAA playing games in Dayton. They start on Tuesday night. Here's how the schedule looks. Fairleigh Dickinson laying one and a half versus Prairie View A&M. Total 149 there and a great one at 9-10. Belmont. Smooth smoke. Belmont minus three and a half versus Temple. Ooh, ooh, 155 and a half. Wednesday night, North Dakota State uh, takes on NC Central. Total in this game, 135. And Arizona State, a slight one-point favorite against St. John. Should be an interesting play-in game there. 152 and a half. MLB news. When the Mariners take the field at the Tokyo Dome on Wednesday, a familiar face in Seattle's lineup. M's manager Scott Service confirming Ichiro Suzuki will start versus the A's at the Tokyo Dome. Wednesday's game is the first of the 2019 regular season. 
and it will be followed by a second game between the two clubs on Thursday. The 45-year-old Ichiro will retire at the end of the series. He's played 27 years in pro baseball in Japan and the United States, combining for 4,367 hits, the most by any player there. As a North, Amer as a North American player, he's appeared in 10 All-Star games, won 10 gold gloves, league MVP and rookie of the year in 2001 as well. The Blue Jays also enforcing a clubhouse curfew for video games before the 2019 season. Fortnite, this is a real hot game. And a story today said Carlos Santana, as a member of the Phillies during a seven-game uh, losing streak, walked into the clubhouse, saw they were playing Fortnite, and he smashed the TV. No more Fortnite for him. Hey, they said this game is done, and uh, we'll see what happens. In the, a lot of these teams might be going to this. A very popular game. Remember David Price as well with the Fortnite finger hurting his uh, throwing hand there. So we'll see what happens with Fortnite. Four games in the National Hockey League tonight. Arizona and Tampa Bay, big favorites on the board all over the place. Lightning, 286 and a half is your total. Vancouver at the Chicago Blackhawks. Hawks minus 246 and a half. Winnipeg laying 180 in Los Angeles against the Kings. Total six and a very good one out west. San Jose Sharks hosting Vegas. The Golden Knights there. SJ Sharkey is the favorite. Minus 180 over under in this hockey game. Six and a half. Stick around, everybody. Gabe Morenci host his Red Heat and Rage. We're going to talk a little bit more NCAA basketball. We got the NIT tournament. We got a few NFL things to talk about, too. NBA board, the Daily Roto guys, best DFS bets, and our best bets of the night. So stick around your phone calls and everything else. This is Red Heat and Rage Radio. I'm Cam Stewart. Back to you, Yang. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game, Game time, time decisions. decisions. All right, back to live action, fellas. Level two. Game time decisions, Red Heat Rage, our radio. Uh, now with video on uh, YouTube, so we'll rock it on uh, multiple platforms. Fantasy Sports Network uh, radio apps. iHeartRadio, for those of you in your uh, your automobiles, or uh, yeah, now all these apps work in your cars. And uh, YouTube, uh, for all of you on the couch. <laughs> so we've got, <laughs> we've, got, we've got everybody covered. Yes. We've got, yeah, we've got uh, everybody covered. Um, I was talking about a prop this morning, and this line has moved too. Son of a, uh, this line has moved. This was I was going to play this also over at FanDuel. This is uh, Duke to make the Final Four. It was minus one fifty-five uh, this morning. Now it's minus one eighty-five. Everything I've talked about has moved. I missed the boat on a lot of this stuff. I'm going to have to do some shopping and some comparisons uh, here I'm still uh, right at that. now. I'd still take it at that, Gabe. Like, when you look at the teams and, and, and their paths, I got to believe. They I really like your North bracket. Carolina. I think you sure did. Like, this is, like, I've seen one seeds before that have, like, a one – like, something I look at and go, who, it's there. I looked at Duke and said, who's beating these guys? Nobody is beating them. It's not happening. If that thing stays under 220, you know what I mean? I think you can still pull the trigger there. I, I just see this team as too talented, too deep. Zion's back, and yeah, they have a nice run to the Final Four. Anything under 220, I still think is a good bet. I really wish you got it earlier, but I still think who, who's going to stop these guys? Nobody. They're going to the Final yeah, Four. It was, it was 155 earlier in the day at 185, and they really are going to the Final Four. And you know, I, I like to be contrarian here. No, you can't. Uh, but look, they're going <laughs> to play VCU or UCF. They're going to win. Crush. Uh, they either play Mississippi State, Liberty, Virginia Tech, or St. Louis. All right, you know, walk in a park. Uh, for Duke, like basically, it's they cruise through this. The the 
they're on a collision course with Michigan State. Yeah, Michigan State could stumble along the way. Michigan State have stumbled in tournaments in past years. Yet, you know, Michigan State are good. Like, they're, they're a good team. So, it wouldn't shock me. So, Michigan State-Duke, but Michigan State can hang with Duke, but they won't beat Duke. They, you know, this isn't the most talented Michigan State team. They're good, but, you know, I don't think they could beat Duke. They, you know, Plus, they could. You know, ten times they played them. Maybe they could beat them three times or something. But I'm thinking, in a one-game showdown, less, I don't think so. <laughs> Yeah, I think at 10 times they'll probably beat them once. Uh, the question I have with Michigan State, too, is I that think game it's versus funny you Michigan. Say that, Sorry. They, they had a, I co- think they had a couple of guys that were hurt. They had a couple of guys that were hurt there, too. What's going to happen with uh, the health of the Michigan State Spartans, Gabe? Like, they got some, they were banged up in that game versus your Wolverines. I actually think that Izzo's 1 and 11 against Yashevsky. I could be wrong, but wow. I think he That's, is. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, Duke's going to the Final Four. At plus one, at, at minus one fifty-five, I thought it was a great bet. That one fifty-five is not there anymore. It's one eighty-five. I look, I'm looking at this, and I was bringing up. So, I've got to play with North Carolina, and I really do. I've done a few brackets here, nothing official. I have a bracket pool going. I'm just going to play in one. Um, it's a hundred buck entry if you guys want in. Um, all no profits made, all money uh, share, all uh, winner take all. So. Uh, you know, I'm looking at the bracket and stuff. And I'm looking at it, and uh, I keep coming back to North Carolina. Actually, I think North Carolina has a pretty smooth path as well. I agree. You know, North Carolina and Duke have never played each other before in in, in the NCAA tournament, and I think that the committee sort of set it up for them to play in the final, or at least give them a chance. Like Duke has an easy path, and so does North Carolina. North Carolina gets Iona. After that, they get Utah State and Washington. Utah State are a load to deal with. I think Utah State will beat Washington. Um, and Utah State will beat Washington, but North Carolina will beat Utah State. And so then you get this is this is the 12 5. I think really could happen as well, Cam. New Mexico State. I think the Aggies can beat Auburn. Oh, definitely. And everyone's like talking Auburn, about Auburn. Not just cup. They're, yeah. they're big run in the SEC tournament. Auburn's really not that good. They got on a heater. They come back down to earth. I agree. New Mexico State. You know what? I think New Mexico State could be 10. Yeah. I think New Mexico State might be that little sleep to make it to the Sweet 16 this year. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Now YouTube as well. Uh, we'll get uh, we'll get the word out that uh, we're on video, but uh, the chat is uh, banging uh, right now and uh, hopping. People are talking about uh, the tournament. Uh, we got tonight's games as well. Full slate NBA games uh, tonight. The San Antonio Spurs are red hot. Pie man's asking about the Spurs. Spurs just uh, they they really are killing it. Uh, they really are killing it uh, right now. Uh, we got people uh, sending in uh, their tweets of uh, watching the show. Nice. Nice. Buddy's got us up on his TV. Michael, Mr. Weiss, Mr. Weissman, looking good. Uh, looking good. Um, 
All right. Uh, so I'm Marenzi. Of course, you know Cam Stewart. Uh, Cam, uh, what are you doing tonight uh, with the games? I mentioned we got NBA. We'll get back to the tournament and uh, the 12-5s. And uh, we'll talk about some of the futures that I'm looking to place here. Uh, just quickly on that, actually. So in one of the brackets here, it's the West bracket. So you have Gonzaga. And I think Gonzaga, if anyone's going to beat Duke, it'll be Gonzaga. But that'll be in the final four. So Gonzaga's probably going to get there. But if they don't, the the winner of that Michigan. Now, Buffalo's, what do you think, Kevin, about Buffalo? You got Buffalo and Texas Tech in here. That is if Buffalo uh, Buffalo beats the winner of Arizona, St. John's, which I think this Buffalo team, Cam, can overcome the, the curse of Buffalo. Like, we knew the I football agree. team would choke. Like, we knew they'd choke. They did. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, True. this basketball team, they seem to be above the Buffalo curse, Cam. Yeah, Nate Oates, he's a good coach too, Gabe. Another thing is the, I like the way Buffalo wins games. When you watch them, what do they do? They do the things that veteran teams do. Like when Duke was down to Louisville and getting pummeled down 20 points, they came back and won that game. That's a sign of a good team. To a smaller extent, Buffalo versus Central Michigan, the chips were kicking their ass. They came back and won that game. They just blocked it down in the last five minutes. Game before, they were struggling too. Earlier against Toledo down, they came back and won. This Buffalo team is very resilient. It's a, it's a justified six seed. I hate the fact they're playing the end game, though. That's what I kind of worry about. Because I told you, like, once if Arizona State or St. John's, one of those teams is feeling good, you get a game you get a game under your belt, yeah. and then they meet a team <laughs> that's hot. It's not cool for Buffalo. I actually wish Buffalo was more in the Syracuse, Baylor, Marquette, Murray State bracket, where I think they could do some damage. Unfortunately, that's got upset uh, city written all over it. I think Buffalo can beat um, either Arizona State or St. John's, but I worry about it because the game under the belt. But I think Texas Tech is the cream of the crop there. They're the team. If anybody's going to go down to the end, I think it's them. Uh, I think I think Texas Tech, eh, I think Gonzaga is not as good as the other teams, Gabe. I think your North Carolina Tar Heels are great. I think Duke is fantastic. My Virginia Cavaliers are good. They have some problems on the offensive side of the ball, lockdown defense. That's a problem in the tournament. But Gonzaga... The turn, times of playing in that conference tournament, sure, they beat Duke, but the San Francisco's of the world gave the San Diego's and all that stuff. These other teams have played tougher conference games. It's a disservice to Gonzaga. That's why I say you got to get the hell out of that conference eventually, go to a better conference, and you know what I mean, get strong. I know they, they do have the best team there, but I worry about them losing to, you know, I, I, they'll probably go deep, but I could see them not going to the Final Four. You know, a team that I think could go on a run, actually, is a team in our backyard here in the Seton Hall Pirates. Seton Hall are good. They're going to beat Wofford. Everyone's all over Wofford here. It's, it's, a, they're, it's, boom. Give me, I love Seton Hall in this game. But like you, know you said, Seton Hall like are a weird attitude. team, Cam. Yeah, but the thing is, like, they were really hot over the weekend, and now they've been off. Like, they're weird. They, they're like, Seton Hall can lose four in a row, but they can win four in a row. But they're tough. These kids are good. Like, Seton Hall are tough. They're, they move the ball around. They're well-coached. Like, Seton Hall are dangerous, and everyone's on this Wofford train right now. I think Seton Hall, another team, too. I'm not. You can't call them a sleeper, but the Houston Cougars. Uh, Houston Cougars are a three seed. If you look at, like, the group that they're in here, Kentucky will beat Abilene Christian. Uh, Seton Hall, Kentucky. I think Seton Hall could beat Kentucky, but I could see Kentucky winning a heartbreaker against Seton Hall. And I think Houston could beat Kentucky. I think Kentucky are a little bit overrated. I think Houston sort of a team. It could go on a little bit of a run here. But, you know, my first sort of bold prediction here, Cam, I'm going to call New Mexico State to go to the Sweet 16. New Mexico State beats Auburn. 
beats Kansas, goes to the Sweet 16. I love where you're going with that because when I look when I look at that bracket, Gabe, I look at Utah State. Sure, you're a good gritty team. Washington, you go to the final of the Pac-12. Who cares? Like I don't think that nothing's too impressive there. Auburn, a good run in the SEC, but really, are they a good team? No, they're an average team. To be honest with you, Auburn plays more like an eight-nine rather than a five. Kansas is a horrible four this year. Really struggled down the stretch. And Northeastern's Northeastern, right? They're an okay team, but small conference. So I'm absolutely with you. I think New Mexico State is out of those. They could beat. I think I don't think they're afraid of Kansas. I don't think they're afraid of Auburn, Washington, or Utah State. And what you talked about earlier, I think the Houston Cougars or Iowa State in the bottom bracket are the teams to watch. Like, that's another thing. Kentucky is a two-seed. They're beatable this year. And I am with you uh, 100% on the everybody talk about Wofford. Yeah, you know what? Seton Hall, bet on Wofford, everybody. If Seton Hall comes out and plays street ball the way they played over the weekend, they made us so much money. They're grinders. I love the kids. Like, I didn't even have money on the one game, and I found myself, like, standing up, yelling at the TV, going for Seton Hall. I love their style, Marenzi. Wofford, they're a darling pick. Don't be surprised if Seton Hall goes in there. If they hit any type of shots, they'll kill Wofford. I'll take Seton Hall as a bet, definitely. But you're right. They're very flaky. They could kill Wofford or lose. It depends on what kind of mood they're in. They're either all in or done. Like, there's no middle ground with the Seton Hall Pirates. There's Where's three- that game Where's that game being played? Good question. What uh, bracket? What bracket? Yeah, I don't know. In That's the Midwest, gonna, Midwest region. Have to start looking Midwest at it. region. Yeah. Midwest region, right? Is so, it Friday? I think it's Friday. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, I'll go to the book, book here, too, because I'm looking at the bracket. So I think it's I'm a gonna night go... game. Okay, it's Thursday night, Cam. It's 940 Thursday night, 940 Eastern time. That's good. That's good. Where is it? Now, dude, Walford are three-point favorites. Come on, man. Against the Big East team? People are sleeping on Seton Hall. People look at their record. The average casual person looks at their record and sees 20 and 13. They're a good team. They had a little, they had a little uh, lull in the season, but uh, I like the way they play as well. Where's this game being played? Jacksonville, Florida. It's kind of, it's kind of what I say too when I look at when Blue it was on. Uh, Marquette is uh, playing Murray State. I think Murray State's going to be a popular dog. I don't think I'm going to go down that road. Marquette at one time. I think was they can beat him, Cam. Hall. I do. I you do. Think I think John Moran can pull it off. Yes, yes, I do. I do. I, th- I think I'm going to, pro- as I stand, I haven't made any bets like you. I'm going to definitely. Take the over uh, in that you know, game. There'll yeah, be points in that one. 149, 149 and a half. Yeah, and no, half. I agree. I could see total points. But the thing I like about Marquette is it's like the what we talked about earlier. People down on them. Bad collapses, whatever. This is a whole new ball game. And I look at them, and they've, they've had leads against good teams before. I'm just saying, whatever the sleeper darling teams is from these small conferences, I'm fading them to go with the big. I think the Big East is getting a little bit uh, of a rib job. Everyone's like, oh, ACC. Yes, the ACC is the best game. But the Big East has very competitive games. You've seen it with St. John. Like these teams, they grind it out. They play a tough type of style. And if things go well for them in a tournament style, it's like the party of the millennium. We're going to be up to 4 o'clock in the morning. You can't beat yeah. us because they have very good athletes. Uh, I'm going to tend to, if the public goes hard on those small conference teams, I'm coming the other way with Marquette. That's the way I um, and I, you know, You know a team, Cam? I'm not, I don't know if they're going to win the game outright. I wouldn't surprise me if they did, to be honest with you. I think it's going to come down to the wire. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, and the number keeps coming down, man. It was 10, then it was 8.5. It was it was 7.5, then it was back up to 8. I'm talking about Yale and LSU 
Uh, Yale's getting seven and a half in this game right now. I, I think Yale can win outright. Or yeah. like LSU. I like, like Yale. Yale. Yeah, I so think Yale I. can hang around. I could see this game. I, I, will, I wanted to bet the over of this one, too. It's a buck 60, the highest total on the board, really, really high. It's going to be a track meet. Yale, like, aren't a typical Ivy League team that walk the ball up the court. Like, they'll push You're it. Right. They can shoot. And the thing with Yale camp, they've got three guys on their team that have, you know, they're Yale. They don't send guys to the NBA that much, even though they have an NBA-talented guy on their team now, ironically enough. They might have a guy that goes to the NBA. But where I'm going with this is guys don't do one and done. Like, they're a real team. Like, so you got three dudes that are, like, seniors that have been in the tournament before and, like, won a game. I forget who they upset. They upset someone in, like, 2017. Like, they, they've been here before. They're big dudes. They can shoot threes. They beat Harvard down, Gabe. They look good. And they scored 87 points, I think, doing so. You're right. Don't sleep on Yale. It's a good pick. No, no, Yale's going to give LSU all they can handle and maybe win the game outright. Plus 255 on the money line. Game time decision continues. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Ready Rage Radio continues. Fantasy Sports uh, Radio uh, Network, uh, YouTube, iHeart. I am uh, Marenzi throwing it down in uh, Weehawk and Raging Redhead Camp Stewart kicking it in uh, Toronto. Uh, Toronto Raptors seem to be sitting everybody tonight. Uh, like Sergi Baca's out last game of his suspension. Kawhi Leonard not playing uh, this evening. And I think uh, Kyle Lowry's probably out again, uh, Cam. I don't know. We'll get an update, actually. Drew Dinkmeyer is going to join us in the 6 o'clock hour for you uh, NBA DFS players out there. doesn't get better than Drew. So, uh, Dinkmeyer, a lot of injuries uh, tonight. A lot of dudes that are, like, um, for fantasy purposes, it's it's an interesting night tonight at DFS. Like, uh, McCollum is out uh, for Portland. Yeah. Russell Westbrook is out for Oklahoma City. Um, Kawhi Leonard's out. For the Raptors, Sergi Bach is out for the Raptors. It looks like uh, Kyle Lowry's out for the Raptors, uh, which suddenly, you know, means Paul George is in play, which means Siakam is really in play. Uh, my main man, Dennis Schroeder, is in play. Schroeder. Um, you know, um, and uh, Josh Jackson is another guy that uh, everybody loves here tonight. So, uh, you know, it should, should be an interesting uh, DFS at night tonight. Yet a lot of, the, lot of people... The sharp guys that play this are going to be a lot of the same own type of teams here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's the thing. Yeah. Everyone, all the sharp guys know who the the lean on guys are. Oh, this guy's out, so now you play him, right? That that's what this stuff comes down to. Yeah. Well, the more lo- more along the lines, there's we'll let Drew Dinkmeyer do the the DFS stuff, and we'll listen. What about the spreads? That's what we got to look at today, Marenzi. With all these stars out, maybe we'll get a better line. Some of the backup guys will play, you know, deliver. We'll, we'll see. But uh, to your earlier point, when you're talking about uh, the San Antonio Spurs with Pie Man, 
that line opened up at one and it's up to, you know, like two and a half, whatever. So I actually might take a look at the Spurs tonight. I know it's Golden State, but got to ride the hot hand, right? That's uh, I'm trying to find some games on the NBA board. Got a couple hockey picks, but Spurs might make the card. All right, we'll get to the hockey here in a, in a, in a second. Although, you know, we'll get to the NBA. We'll get back to the NBA. Just because guys yeah. were asking about hockey earlier. Drew's going to the sports books. Some other dudes were asking about the yeah. NHL tonight. So, uh, NHL hockey. Uh, we got four games on tap tonight. Arizona at Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning minus uh, 290. Big, uh, big, big shock uh, tonight, uh, Cam. And I don't know. Anytime you look at the last 10 games for the Tampa Bay Lightning, it's always 8-2, and 9-1. Yet, the Coyotes, man, these guys are howling. Oh, the the the, uh, the Coyotes oh. are howling, Cam. Seven, two, and one in their last ten oh. games. Six games over five hundred on the season. I'm going to tell you something, Marenzi. I might make the Coyotes on my card. It seems very similar to me when Minnesota went into Tampa Bay and won a two to nothing game in Tampa Bay. Shit the bed. They didn't play anybody. I'm thinking that it's going to be the same type. They're so ahead of everybody else. Like. I worry if these guys just sleepwalk, Arizona can go in there. I'm definitely going to take them at plus one and a half, plus money. I think they can win the game. I might be doing the Coyote uh, three-step tonight. Plus one and a half, plus a half puck regulation with a sprinkle of plus 240, 250 on the money line. Oh, let's get it, friend. I'm, I believe I, you know, it. I want to take the under six and a half, but the Lightning just scores so much. Um, they do. They do. But. Uh, there, I like ah, the, you're, you're, I like, you got balls. I, I think you're, you got balls. You're on to no, you're on. No, but think about it. That's the. No, same I'm not premise. saying to take it. I'm just saying. I'm just stating what the record is. What how they're playing. Yeah, no, but I'm saying I like your under because I think sometimes in these games, like Minnesota, shut these guys down. Who's to, who's to say that Arizona can't? Like I could see like this being like a three to two hockey game with Tampa Bay maybe squeaking out a win for the hometown fans when they decide to try at the end of the game. I think it's a very, very, very dangerous spot to lay 300 with Tampa Bay. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't disagree. Arizona at plus uh, plus 230. Uh, six and a half. Uh, Vancouver Canucks and Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, Blackhawks minus 240. Cam. Wow. Vancouver Canucks plus yeah. 200. That total is also six and a half. Uh, can can you talk me into taking the Vancouver Canucks here? Should the Blackhawks be this big of favorites? They shouldn't. Uh, I looked at Vancouver. The only reason I'm not going to take Vancouver, Gabe, was what they did yesterday. Uh, they played a game where they beat Dallas. Uh, they On got the road, it done. Yeah. They, were up two, they were up. Yeah, they're up two to nothing. Dallas tied it. Vancouver won in a shootout. Um, I gotta say, Chicago at home is the play. I would not. I would not bet it at that. I either have to take Chicago in a parlay or Chicago in regulation. I can't lay 240 with these guys, but I'll tell you, Vancouver's in a bad spot tonight. I see basically a Chicago, like a 5-2, to 5-3 to three win for the Blackhawks tonight. A uh, game on the West Coast uh, tonight, uh, SJ Sharkey. Man, dun, 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 dun. that's what I'm going to. I got to go with Golden Knights. Knights. Us. That's the one game. Plus one We're, bringing out, we're bringing out the sword with the Knights tonight. <laughs> We got to do it, man. Like, I don't care if S.J. Sharkey wins this game at a buck 80. You're getting the Vegas Golden Knights and what could be a playoff preview because the NHL's playoff is so stupid. These guys, I'm telling you, watch out. Vegas plus 160. And another thing, Gabe, I think Subban played the other night. So you get flurry. San Jose's still banged up, too. You got to give me the Vegas Golden Knights. It'll be a tight game. You got to take a dog. If they win, it's a great bet. I think it's going to be tight. It's too much value for me to pass up. Vegas, buddy. We're in. All in in Vegas. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, the number's just too, it's too, I don't understand why 
Uh, you know, the crazy. Las Vegas Golden Knights are 8-2 eight, in the last 10 hockey games. I know. You know they beat I the Oilers it. last night. Sharks, Sharks are good, but they're not right. that good. Winnipeg Jets. Winnipeg Jets are at the Los Angeles Kings. Jets always screw me, man. Jets are minus 175 road favorites. I think the Jets win tonight. Uh, the Kings are basically a train wreck. Uh, they played decent against Florida, though. Uh, Florida won that game late. The Jets are one of those teams at home. They've been trying to entertain a little bit too much for the fans. I think getting them out, you get a better price. Uh, I don't want to lay 180, Gabe, but I think the Jets do get it done. Maybe a parlay with Chicago, and I'll take Vegas individually, but the Jets should win that game. I'm thinking 4-2 to two for the Jets, 4-2, to 5-2. Normally, I don't like the, the puck line to plus one and a half laying, laying juice, but Vegas is minus 155 plus a puck and a half. Yeah, and maybe. If they, if they manage to I lose, did. I think it would be by one goal only. I, I like that at 155. That's sort of a cutoff that I'll lay on it. 155 is not bad, actually. For a goal and a half here? Game goes to overtime. You win. I like that uh, plus goal and a half. Yeah, I agree. That's what I'm going to do. That's, All right, let's go to Big Cat. Big Cat. Big Cat. Meow. What's up, what's up Big Cat? I love the new set. Congratulations, guys. <laughs> hey, you're like Cam, Cam's, uh, that's a great uh, Maple Leaf goalie mask he has uh, poster. Yeah, know what those fan. posters cost, Gabe? 13 bucks for two. You know, don't don't give it away. Like, you, you, your set uh, yeah, provided sorry. by Walmart. I shop, at yeah. the kid, I shop the kids' department at Walmart. <laughs> hey, Cam, I was going to ask you what that little black and white picture is underneath the uh, Maple Leaf mask. Oh, it's actually a picture. Uh, good call, Big Cat. It's a picture that I took in Yellowknife of my buddy skateboarding off a ro- uh, off like a uh, roof. I w- entered like the Manitoba Photo Awards. I was just a photographer, and I won a bronze medal for that uh, sport for sports photography there when I lived up in Yellowknife. It's my buddy jumping off a roof on a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice anyway, work, it's there. Cam. <laughs> Thanks, big cat. I had to put something. Up. Yeah, my, my girlfriend's like, I think there's you got a you got a white spot at the bottom. So I didn't want to put a, any other pictures up there. But uh, yeah, Gabe inspired me with his good luck. He's like, Cam, go and get some damn posters. I have an old Budweiser NFL poster with the teams, but it's got a huge rip in it. So I just had to go to uh, Walmart get some uh, stuff for uh, the room, big cat. <laughs> Anyways, back here's my pick for the tournament, guys. I got uh, Duke playing Gonzaga on the on the left side in the Final Four. I've got uh, Virginia playing Houston on the other side. Ooh, I like so that. I've got Duke-Virginia going to the final. Ooh, Duke. Wow. Uh, that Duke would be great for Virginia. me. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great for me. I could head hey, out. I'll tell you what. Virginia Virginia do have a decent path. Like, they're, they're, they're in perfect Virginia. And... You know, they always seem to stumble at one time or another. They haven't been back to the Final Four in a hell of a long time, man. I think 2004 it was. Um, but you look, they get Gardner-Webb. They get the winner of Ole Miss-Oklahoma. They only have to deal with Wisconsin-Oregon, K-State, or UC Irvine. They get out of that. Villanova and these guys aren't as good as they were. Purdue are overrated. Cincinnati, Iowa, Tennessee, Colgate. They're really, and I said it off the top of the show, Big Cat, there really is no reason for Virginia not to make it to the Final Four this year. I think realistically, Gabe, you're 14 to one on North Carolina is a steal of a deal. I mean, I got Houston playing them in a bit of an upset game, but realistically, North Carolina should be the team they're advancing on. But uh, at 14 to one, you got the proper play, that's for sure. Yeah, Houston, not, not I like bad, Houston actually. too. Yeah, great, great pick, Gabe. That's the thing you could do with that 14 to one too. They get to a region where. You could start to have some fun, and you could, you put you put some significant cake on it too. So if you need to slam 500 on another game or whatever, you have the ammunition to do so. 
I'm looking I think for, for early Houston games Dodge. in the tournament, wow. Texas Tech, uh, Gonzaga, teams that got knocked out in their uh, late games in their conference play are going to be awfully tough, and I expect all yep. those teams to cover their numbers, whatever they may be. What do you guys think? I like that angle a lot. I, 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 the angle I'm playing, Big Cat, is disappointments in their conference tournament, which you said, and teams that the media said are suck, like, a, like the Marquettes of the world, the teams to come in cold, usually turn it around hot. We talk about Syracuse and their run before. Oh, Syracuse shouldn't even be in tournament. Yeah, next thing you know, they're in the final four. It happens all the time with the prognosticators. And whatever dog they love that Gabe was talking about, like Wofford or one of these darlings, I fade them. That's kind of the way we're going to attack uh, the early games of the tournament. Hey, Gabe, uh, I was looking at a Florida-Nevada game. I'm just uh, I'm thinking Florida's the team to play here. I just don't like the way Nevada was playing uh, going into the tournament, losing to San Diego State. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, you know Nevada are uh, Nevada are a very flawed team, but ultimately I don't think Florida is going to be able to keep up offensively with them. But you know it's a tough game. I don't trust Nevada actually. Uh, Florida is going to be able to out rebound these guys. Nevada is going to get killed on the glass. They're so reliant on their three ball, which is uh, and where is this game being played? This game is in Des Moines, Iowa. Not a good spot, actually. For, Just a uh, quick three-game parlay tonight, you guys. Winnipeg plus five and a half with Vegas on the money line plus 140, and Phoenix minus one and a half in the Scopers Nightmare against Chicago. Have a good day, guys. Big, big luck, big cat. Later, big cat. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Oh, you're fixated on your college basketball brackets. NFL teams are focusing on the 2000 NFL draft. And for serious fantasy football players, it's never too early to start preparing for the 2019 season. Roto Experts has you covered with their NFL 365 fantasy football package, including the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the Internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty, season-long, betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football pool you play in. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 fantasy football package only at rotoexperts.com. Back to you, Gabe. Well done, uh, Cam. Um, this is something that uh, never really ends well. This isn't a sentence that uh, you really want to say too many times. But I actually like the Phoenix Suns tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking at the Suns. Why not? It's the Bulls. The Suns are at home. Only laying. What are you laying, Gabe? A one and a one, half, two? Come on. One twenty on the money line. One twenty. Wow. Yeah. I was actually looking at Phoenix too. Uh, I, I told you I was thinking about San Antonio. Uh, anything else that caught your fancy? Here fans? comes the sun. The sun. Do 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 do. You're betting Doo-doo. the Suns. It's all right. Down down down. I also think it's a high-scoring game. Yeah, should be a track. Yeah, well, should be a track meet. Two teams that are out of it with no defense. You're absolutely right. It's like in those hockey games where teams don't give a shit after a while. It's like, okay, you know what I mean? We're not going to play any defense. 
we got we got uh, Shinny. So I'm with you. I, I I would agree with the the over in that play. I'm also looking for something else in the NBA tonight. It's a tough kind of for a big card game. Nothing really screams at you though, right? It's kind of like yeah, I don't know. This looks good, but not really pulling the trigger on anything. Is what else are you looking at uh, tonight? I know we well, went I got through a few spots. I got a few spots uh, here. Um, this is this. You know, you're gonna like my style tonight because you like taking the underdogs too. The Washington Wizards getting five and a half tonight on their home floor against the Utah Jazz. Um, the Wizards, they haven't given up. And there's a big perception that the Wizards are terrible and everyone's hurt and they've, they've quit. And they really haven't quit. Bradley Beal is killing it right now. All right? Like, the guy who scored 40-plus points in two consecutive games, um, he's going off. And they're 6-4 and four straight up in their last 10 Yet they're eight and two, a very robust cam, eight and two against the spread. Robust. Yeah, you've got Utah Jazz coming in here. I just, it's a little much to be laying on the road, I think. I think Washington, this game's going to come down to the wire. I'd be surprised if Washington gets blown out. Uh, and I also love the fact that I'm looking that 61% of the consensus is on the Utah Jazz tonight. Got to love that cam. Only 39% sign me up with the 39 percenters. Give me the wish. You're right. Plus, you the said points. you would. You said I would like what you're doing. I love what you're doing. I'm just looking at this board again, and the only thing that I'm looking at, like the home dog perspective, I agree with you. Utah, to me, could be very flaky. We've seen them before, Gabe, as eight-point favorites, losing outright. For them to go in having to win a game by six to cover, sure, it can't happen. They're favored for a reason, but you're right. Washington is battling. Another thing is, yeah, what about this? What about the total in this game? Washington can score with the best of them. It's, uh, what, 227? I think the Wizards can get uh, into the, like, you know, 115, 120 uh, area and get it done. I, I'm with you. I, I I actually like the Wizards in this spot. I might take a shot on the money line. It might be a dog Monday night, Gabe, heading in, into the NIT and the NCAA play-in games, a whole kennel of pooches. Well, you know what? And I've got another one here, actually. This one's Listen, Paul's. Baby. Pacers plus four. Was actually, Pacers that was, plus that four. That would have made the list, too. That's probably in the three or four hole. The three things that I looked at earlier were Spurs plus two, uh, Pacers plus four. I like your Washington pick. I think if you ride the dogs tonight in the NBA game, you're going to be very happy at the end of the night. They're not going to be very popular picks, too, because they're short lines. People are thinking, yeah, you know, Portland can win that game. Yeah, they might squeak out a win, but for them to win by more with the injuries that they have, too, the Pacers are gritty. And they're not getting a lot of respect on the road. I really, I actually love where you're going with the NBA tonight. Yeah, yeah, no, we got some, uh, we're all about the dogs tonight. Vegas, Golden Knights, Washington Wizards, Arizona Pacers. Hockey. You're right, we're going to make this the dog catchers. Phoenix night, Suns. Man. Dog catchers, loose. Yeah, right. I love the it. The only one is Qu- Quinnipiac. <laughs> and uh, what's the number for that game? Five. Uh, they actually, they're dogs. They're dogs, too, are they not? And Jets favored in that game. Uh, let's double check there, but I'm almost positive. Yeah, it's got CIT line, CIT, yep, NJIT, New Jersey Tech, minus five, uh, money line, uh, NJIT, minus 235, Quinnipiac, plus 195, total 147 flat. Yep, Quinnipiac's getting five. They're getting wow. five. Wow, my book. really? Five and a half now, I see. At the green book, five and a half. Oh, really? And that's funny. That's where you shop. So uh, that's an extra half uh, point. Get, get that hook. Totals one forty. Totals one forty-seven and a half. Should be uh, should be some points in this game, actually. Yeah. Are you gonna? Are you are you betting against? And just uh, 
out of spite and uh, hatred? No. Uh, d- no, no, no. I got or... nothing against these guys. No, man. No, the, just... dude on, uh, the dude on the dude on on Quinnipiac came. Like I said, they got stunt. this. Yeah, it's uh, what's his name? Young, Chris Young, Cameron Young. My bad, Chris Young, Cameron Young. Yeah, it's Cameron. That's right, Cameron Young. That's Cam. correct. Yeah, it's like Cam, Cam Johnson on North Carolina. Cam yep. Young. <laughs> uh, yeah, he averages twenty three point three points per game. Uh, this kid, like uh, he's he's gone off uh, this year. L- listen to this. This is for college, Cam. He scored 33 against Monmouth. All right, in the, in their tournament game, yeah. 33 against Monmouth. Um, the night after he scored 55 against Siena, he dropped 30, 25, 26, 16, 33, 24, 25. And the kid, the kid's appear scoring. I'll tell you, um, what is it? The Highlanders, New Jersey. They uh, they struggled down the stretch. Like uh, I think they're they're like three and seven in their last ten games. Let me double check, and I believe they are. Let's see what happened. Uh, all right, so they they haven't played each other because they're not in the same uh, conference. Uh, yeah, look at it, Engine here. Now uh, they're four. They won four games out of their last ten. Their last game, they got drilled by Lipsicum by twenty three. I just you know, I'm looking here. At the uh, at the total even Quinnipiac played some higher scoring games. Yeah, high total, one forty seven. That's high for a game like this. I'm not gonna mess with it. It's too high for a low tier game like this. But give me the give me the points. And I'm thinking money line camp tonight. I'm thinking money line with Quinnipiac. You know what I've learned about these uh, lower tier games, Gabe? The NIT tournament and the CIT. When you win a game, you win it. You win it outright. We've seen eleven point dogs, fourteen point dogs. What is the team like? Oh, my God, we're in this tournament. If you take a bad mental approach to it instead of let's just, you know, end things with a bang, guys, let's 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 rock and roll and try to salvage something. Some teams are like, screw this crap, man. I can't believe we didn't get in the NCAA tournament. We're in this tournament. And this is this is CIT uh, college insider tournament CIT time. So, you know what I mean? It's hard. It's hard to gauge motivation. But, uh, you know, I'm with you. If I think if you take the points with the dog, you have to sprinkle on the money line. You're getting two to one, plus 195, 200. Sure you can. That sounds good yeah, to me. Uh, yeah. See, plus 190 uh, right now. Yeah, you almost got to split it up. You're right. Let's split you it do, up. That's take what I do. Half. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do that with hockey bets a lot. Like, you know what I mean? You don't want to take that dog. And look what happened last night, a perfect example. Every single game went to either overtime or a shootout, right, other than the Colorado-New Jersey game. I'm sick and tired of dealing with this stuff. You take a nice, juicy dog. Either, hey, sometimes you're going to win, you're going to lose, but splitting it up, getting the plus half puck or the, you know, and you do that with basketball. You take the dog with the five and a half, little sprinkle on the money line or go 60%, 40 or 50, 50, whoever you want to do it. But splitting units at that price, I think, is the way to go. Uh, one, you know, this is why this week specifically I need, I need a couple options, Cam, because um, like I'm looking at the FanDuel Sportsbook, they don't have this game tonight. They don't have New Jersey Institute of Technology in Quinnipiac because the game's in Newark, right? The game's like yeah, right exactly. near the book. The game's in Newark. It's that's, New Jersey. Tom- that's why we're in putting. Tomorrow night, Fairly Dickinson, not on the board. No, you can't bet Fairly Dickinson games. You can't bet Engine games. You can't bet Seton Hall games. Seton Hall. That's what we're. That's what we're here for. Yeah. 
I know that's uh, specific. I got to keep the account like for the, uh, the it's the New Jersey account. <laughs> that's basically what it comes down to. We should just call it the New Jersey book. That's right. Every game you have, you can you can bet anything anywhere except for the New Jersey games. But these are games. Uh, hey, there's New Jersey teams involved in this stuff everywhere. So, I think yeah. Fairly wins tomorrow too. I think Fairly's going to win. Can. And then that's going to be think- another game we can't bet later later in the week. Uh, no, well, very, we'll, we'll get true. it. Just get. Different style of betting. Uh, different style of betting. Man, I'm liking so you, Quinnipiac a lot tonight on the money line, too. Plus 190. Yeah. That's funny, though. So, it's the for the NCAA, you can't bet on New Jersey teams, but you can bet on uh, the New Jersey Devils. You can bet it because they're advertising. It's actually hilarious how yes. opposite it yes. is. When I watch a New Jersey Devils game because I got my, uh, my fire stick, they are advertising at the book shots on goal props, over under periods it is the best and Visine Vince saw it for the first time he couldn't believe it he's like what are they doing here like I can't believe these teams like guys in Canada like, it's like a license to print money and the devils who nobody gives a shit about they're doing all this stuff like kudos to the devils for figuring it out right their team can't win but at least they're uh you know they're getting people uh, to the windows very very smart um all right I'm just getting informed uh, let's see, uh, 930. Uh, yes, sir. All right. Yes, sir. Uh, I got a new microphone the, uh, uh, on the order, too. Cardano told me today. So, it's, uh, so we're, all, we're all ready to rock, man. New new background game, new everything. Shipment by tomorrow or the next day. It's going to be good. So hopefully my head uh, will look uh, more perpendicular, less uh, pumpkin-like. <laughs> You're looking good. Yes. You're looking good. <laughs> <laughs> we do what we can do, buddy. We do what we do. Oh, my God. All Did right, you see I'm... this story? There, was there a shooting at the Bellagio? Yes, oh, yes, on. yes. Last oh night, my yeah. God. Holy jeez. I, I just got an update on it. And there was another crazy thing, too. I think it was in Amsterdam. There's some guy whipped out a piece on, uh, on a train or a bus. Man, this world's going like... It's crazy shit that's going on there at Marenzi. It's like, and the, yeah, Ethiopia, the airlines. Yeah, it is constant. You're right. It's just like, wow. Every Very crazy world. Story. It is. I think it maybe is. today could have been a retaliation. That's what happens. The senseless, senseless violence, right? Like, yep. uh, you know, the mosque got shot up um, in, uh, in New Zealand. In New Zealand, yeah. Yeah, and today they think it could have been sort of like uh, payback a little bit. It was a Turkish, Turkish international that uh, went off on the shooting spree in, in Holland. So it just, you know, it's just dumb. It just goes back and forth. Our uh, our uh, thoughts uh, with the with the victims. Um, and yeah, yeah. So uh, you talk about Las Vegas. This is a crazy story, Cam. This story in Las Vegas last night. So. This is Vegas. People don't realize how crazy Vegas is. So last night in Las Vegas, basically, the police were already at the Bellagio camp. They were already there, like a bunch of them, because a 12-year-old girl was kidnapped. All right? A 12-year-old girl went to Vegas with her family on vacation and was on the Internet in her room, and some guy lured her, an adult, and she went and met the guy in a casino. And the guy took her away from the casino where she at and brought her to the Bellagio. Someone said, man, I saw a young girl with this dude at the Bellagio. So 
the cops, it was like a big deal. Like no one knew at the time, but the cops like flooded to the Bellagio at the time. And they went into the video room of the Bellagio and they said, we want to see every camera and every angle of everywhere right now. They said, this girl's in the floor somewhere. And while they're looking for the girl, they see a guy robbing the cage in the poker room. Unbelievable. <laughs> they saw the so they're like, oh shit, look, there's a robbery going on. They confronted the guy coming out. The cop got shot. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. email the the, uh, the picks have been sent oh wow already ah, it's quick yeah. what time's the yeah, game well, at? Well. is that is there an early game no, or no, no, it's oh, 5 just... 57 right now yeah good call i like it uh, yeah we're on top of it and we, we're gonna let you know too uh tomorrow morning uh i see right now i just got uh got an email from uh, bradley university we've got uh coach wardle on tomorrow morning uh bradley Bradley's head they, coach. 15 uh, seed playing a two. Yeah, Bradley. They played good. Yeah, tough, tough matchup for Bradley, but they did a great job in their tournament, too, Gabe. Really grinded out some wins late, and then they beat uh, Northern Iowa, who was hot, too. We know Northern Iowa is basically a tournament staple, so good on the Bradley Braves for getting it done. I like that. Coaches right before the tournament always enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought. Uh... I thought the number was a little high. I get it. Michigan State are really good and stuff, but are Michigan State just going to murder these guys by 20 plus? It's a couple of bigger a numbers. Of uh, yeah. Um, big, so, big, yeah, big, guys, big, for tonight, we're jumping on Quinnipiac uh, tonight. Uh, plus the five and a half, little sprinkle as well on uh, a little sprinkle as well on uh, on the money line at plus 190. Plus 190, Quinnipiac. Bobcats. <laughs> Uh, some Bobcat action here tonight. We're talking NHL uh, hockey. Drew Dinkmeyer is going to join us in about 10 minutes time for you DFS players uh, out there. Uh, what's the deal with Kyle Lowry right now? Is he in? Is he out? Let's see. They got to play somebody tonight. I mean, Kyle Lowry. The thing that doesn't make any sense to me is the, they have all these Raptors out. And we'll go to the thing, but it looks like he's playing. Gone up. Yes, he's playing. The li- yeah, the line's gone up. It was 11 and a half. I'm seeing 12, 12 and a half out there. So I don't know what the hell's going on. They're playing the Knicks. That's what's going on. <laughs> yeah. F- fair enough. And that's it. <laughs> that's pretty yeah. bad. Like, basically, basically the odds makers are, are aware it's the Raptors bench, like, 12. They're like, yeah, we know they're all out. <laughs> like, yeah. All right, game time decisions. Red Heat Rage Radio continues. Level three. We get it at the best bets. We get it at the best. We hit the card. Drew Nickmeyer, big man on campus, joins us. <laughs> 